Climate and sustainability. All right, 23 minutes after four on the Draft Time Experience. Now, the current water crisis that South Africa is facing calls for innovative water-saving ideas. I'm sure we'll all agree. Uh, let's find out uh, more, in fact, about one such idea called the uh, Genius of Space Project. Uh, joining us on the line is Justin Friedman from Biomimicry SA. Justin, good afternoon and uh, welcome. Thank you so much for your time. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me on. Thanks mm. so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for making time. Now, uh, Justin, first up, what is biomimicry? So biomimicry comes from the word bios, which means life, and then mimicry, which is to imitate. So it's looking to really imitate the science and art of nature's genius to solve our human challenges. Because nature's been doing it for billions of years, you know, animals, plants, microbes. So they've already solved a lot of the problems we're dealing with today. And so biomimicry is just looking to that and apply it to our design forms, processes, and systems in order to solve the challenges of today. So in layman's terms, it's really to mimic that which uh, happens naturally, I suppose, and, uh, and get some human intervention, is that it? Yeah, exactly. So we, we learn, we get inspired, and then we apply our own human thinking, and we can mm-hmm. um, you know, ground it and make it applicable to whether it's a technical intervention, even social intervention, business intervention. It's a way of thinking. It's a discipline, um, which is now being really seen as the next trend in terms of looking to nature to design solutions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, what have been some of the, uh, the most notable developments, would you say, uh, Justin, in biomimicry? Yeah, so I think many people uh, may know about something called the bullet train, which was happening in, uh, which happened in Japan, mm-hmm. and they were looking at cutting down the, the noise and the energy use of the bullet train, and the lead designer was actually a bird watcher, and one day was watching a kingfisher dive into the water, and he noticed that the kingfisher didn't displace, didn't make a splash, and he wondered why. So they redesigned the nose of the train to imitate the beak of the kingfisher, and it cut down the noise dramatically, and also cut down energy use. So that's an example. Um, then also, if you look at now what's coming up is, uh, which I hear you guys are interested in sustainability, so photovoltaic systems, solar panels. Um, they're now looking at how, which really mimic the way the leaf harvests energy. Mm-hmm. And now looking at creating solar cells that are more water gel based, essentially artificial leaves. And they will be a lot more flexible. There's another one, uh, if you look at the wings that are being imitated or of wind turbines or mm-hmm. even aeroplane wings, looking at the humpback whale, which I've been fortunate enough to see off the coast of Cape Town. Mm-hmm. And if you look, there are tubercles, which are little humps in the whale's fin. And it's able to turn this massive kind of double-decker bus on itself. It's able to turn. And the way it does that is it uses those tubercles, those little bumps, so the water can run past them. So it cuts down drag if you put it on an aeroplane or a turbine mm-hmm. and it increases efficiency and lift. Mm-hmm. So it's these types. There's also, just giving a quick example, a shark skin. If you look at the shark skin, there's never any bacteria that builds up in a shark skin. So what science and biomimics have done is they've gone on a nano level and look at why is because of, of the design of the skin. So they've imitated that for use in hospital surfaces so that a bacteria can't connect or communicate and breed. And they're applying that into uh, hospital surfaces. Mm-hmm. So those are some examples. And then we've got, of course, uh, some systems examples. Um, 
that we're starting to apply here in the Western Cape. Yeah. So there are, there are a myriad of examples, that you, as you've just cited now, from uh, wind turbines to uh, solar panels that are already uh, around our surroundings, as it were. But you, you've come up with a project which applies uh, biomimicry thinking and methodology. Uh, please talk to us about the Genius of, of Space project and w- what solutions uh, it is aimed at uh, bringing along. Thank you. So the Genius of Space, it's building really innovative water and waste treatment solutions, and it's happening in, a, in an informal settlement called Langrich, which is uh, in Franschhoek. And we've been asked by the provincial government uh, here in the Western Cape to pilot the concept of using a solution inspired by nature, but also there's the, the genius of nature and the genius of the local community. Mm-hmm. And it's to create a low-tech, easily maintained solution which help to address health and well-being ultimately. So the way that this system is working, um, it's a project that's really was initiated about three and a half years ago. Um, Biomimicry South Africa, led by Claire Yanish, was asked to scope all the challenges around the Berg River. And if you, everybody knows that the Berg River is a key supply in terms of fresh water, and it's been affecting the crop growth and the human health around the Berg River. So we were asked to scope that and look at all the six key issues within the Berg River region. And then from all of that, we were asked to focus on the informal settlement, which is helping, which is having an, uh, an effect on the pollution in the river mm-hmm. and worked with some ecological engineers internationally and locally, and then very much with community members to co-design uh, solutions that, can, that they can work with and easily maintain. And the result now is uh, after two and a half years of design and process, then the first phase has been completed in terms of construction. Mm-hmm. There are these disposal points where people will throw their grey water. Grey water is anything that comes from your sink or your kitchen or your bathroom. Mm-hmm. And you throw that into this um, kind of neighborhood site, which then takes that water down through underground piping and it cleans the water when it gets to something called a tree garden, which is really a, a tree with plants and different layers of, of stone and other charcoal biochar to clean that water. Mm-hmm. And the gray water is, in essence, being used to keep the plants alive. Hmm. So we're reusing that, that gray water, um, and we're also cleaning up, obviously, the pollution around it. So we're going to be measuring this year coming the impact on the child health, because as we know, you know, half of kind of stomach-based health issues, diarrhea is largely linked to water, Mm, and mm -hmm. the the water is highly contaminated that runs through the streets of most settlements. And so if we can really help to address that problem, localize the power too, so give people within their own neighborhoods the ability to take care of their own areas, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, using nature as the inspiration, low-tech solutions, I think we can really have an impact. Yeah. yeah. So, so not only does it address the uh, current water crisis, but it addresses diseases that come along with uh, polluted water, I would imagine. Uh, we're very short on time, uh, Justin. Uh, you've launched this. Uh, have you launched this project around communities, and which communities are those? Okay, so currently it's a pilot, that, as I said, in Langrich, the uh, in the Franschuk community. It's going to be monitored for the next 12 months, and then the municipalities all around the country that are very interested to see the result. And then from there, yes, the intention is to scale it and make it available. I know um, to other communities around the country, if not internationally, as a best practice. No, okay. Time frame? You've got some time in mind as to when? Yeah, so uh, we're working on the solid waste intervention, which is sorting out all your uh, solid waste 
as well your wet waste, your composting, and then your recyclables. Uh, I would say by we're building that out in the next four months, and then by next year we'll have a uh, within a year's time we should know what can scale and to where, and then we'll make all that information available to uh, to people to use anywhere really. So I'd say if you check in with us in a year. We'll be able to tell you what's worked, what hasn't worked, mm-hmm. and uh, what we're making available for everybody to use. Great news. So, on, yeah, yep. if, you, if you're interested, um, it's biomimicrysa.co.za, and also the videos are currently hosted on flow.org.za. Mm-hmm. But I suppose That's all the love of water. Yeah, all the information is there on the website biomimicrysa.co.za. Is that right? That's right, yeah. All right, Justin, thank you so much. It's an eye-opener, and uh, thanks for the great work. We'll check in with you sometime next year as well. Thanks so much. Have All a right. great afternoon. Only Take a care. pleasure. All right, Justin Friedman, Biomimicry SA, talking about solutions, solutions to uh, address our water crisis, and along with that, waterborne diseases, as we know, in some communities. That's a, that's a big problem.